All righty, welcome back to another episode of Two Plane Sports. Today does not suck, as Brandon likes to say. Uh, Oklahoma adds yet another defensive lineman and four-star uh, defensive lineman Danny Okoye out of the Tulsa metro area, uh, the Noah Home School. Friend of the program, as Brandon likes to say, uh, extremely talented, highly recruited, highly sought-after prospect that Oklahoma was able to lock down. Three months ago, Oklahoma was not even in the recruiting picture, and three months later, he's committed to Oklahoma. So I'm going to turn this over. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Danny Okoye? I mean, obviously, we've talked about him a lot. We all think he's great, but, I mean, this is a big feather in Chavis and Todd Bates' hat, the way that they've attacked this recruitment. Yeah, listen, I understand that this team landed David Stone, who's going to be an absolute freak. I understand this team landed Wyatt Gilmore, who's going to be very good. I understand this team landed uh, Jackson. I can't think of his first name right now. Um, Jaden Jackson, David Stone's teammate from IMG. He was also going to be very good. I understand this team has been on a recruiting tear. Nigel Smith, Smith, yes. This team has been doing a great job, specifically along the defensive line. Danny Okoye has the potential to be the the best defensive lineman in this class. I've said that for a while. This kid, if you look at just pure athleticism, he is what an athlete is supposed to look like. The dude has the perfect build, the perfect size, perfect speed. As a junior, dude had 16 tackles for a loss, six sacks, an interception. Also, he ran the ball for like 70 yards and a touchdown, caught some passes as a tight end. He does some shit in the red zone. As a, In 2021, the dude had 21 and a half tackles for a loss, 10 and a half sacks, returned a punt return for a touchdown. Like, there's really nothing he can't do on a football field, and he has the perfect size. I, th- I cannot wait to see what Jerry Schmidt can do with this kid. I, it just, you, you know, you, you look for, you, you look ahead at what this D line is going to be with, with PJ, with David Stone, with Nigel Smith, with Danny Okoye. It is an sec ready defensive line almost by the time they get to the sec next season. Um, it's, it's going to be so much fun. Danny Okoye is going to be special. This is a huge day for Oklahoma. It does not suck at all. We're going to have to text him, congratulate him on making the correct decision. Uh, maybe we can see him getting, get him back on the show. Um, Danny Man, he's an awesome kid. I mean, you guys, you guys know that. He's fun to talk to. This is great, 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 great day for Oklahoma. Hopefully, we see him in some red zone packages on the offense too. Well, and something we've learned in the two conversations we've got, we've gotten to have with him on the show, he is a very competitive kid. So he's gonna get to campus as soon as he he gets there. And I think he he's trying to be an early enrollee. I'm not sure how it would work for a homeschool kid, but. If he's there by January, I think you should expect him to be contributing come fall time. Because, like you said, he's a very talented kid. If you get him with Schmitty, he'll pack on enough weight, and he's he'll be strong enough to compete for some playing time. And the competitive nature he has, it's it's different. Like every time we talk to him, the first time, this last time, the the story doesn't change. He he likes the idea of playing with the guys that are currently there but he doesn't care if David Stone wouldn't have committed uh, as fans we probably would have hated it but he would have still been just as um locked into potentially being a sooner as he is you know obviously now that he is committed he's gonna be I don't know if I'll go as far as the best one of this class because you do have a David Stone and I think just the impact he'll have being the position that he plays in the interior, we haven't had someone that ha- projects to be as good has projected to be as good as him in a while. But he'll be right there with him, and the fact that OU and Todd Bates and Chavis 
put so much emphasis and were for the most part successful in recruiting all these kids to the line the year before going into the SEC. Year one might be a little bit of a adjustment period, but come the time they're sophomores or redshirt freshmen, probably not redshirt freshmen, more than likely sophomores, they're going to be a very good unit. And it's not it's not just this twenty four class, the twenty three class. Not a ton of them, but they should be more developed. You might have a couple super seniors in there as well from the twenty two class. There's a lot to like looking at the future of the Oklahoma defensive line, and that's something we haven't been able to say in a long time. And just looking at it, like you know, from top down, like this this staff is actually identifying the weaknesses on the team. They're not just looking to get really good players. They're going to get really good players at spots that are needed for depth. And that's not something the last regime did. You always got a good quarterback, good wide receivers, decent running backs, okay linemen. But the problem was always the defense, and you never really saw an emphasis on trying to fix those issues. And now that this staff is here, they've done it quickly. And it's not through the transfer portal like you're seeing other college programs do it. Yeah, they used it when it was necessary, but they're going after high school recruits more than anything. And, you know, using the transfer portal is inevitable, and it's a part of the game, and I think if you're not using it, it the game will pass you by. Um, so I do I do agree that Oklahoma will continue to use this, but obviously the, the ideal scenario is most of your team's high school kids that have committed to you and have been with you for multiple years and grown and developed into, you know, contributors in the, on the field. So, I mean, when you look at Danny Okoye, we know the talent is off the charts. I mean, you're, when a guy like him is holding 30 offers at a homeschool football team, I mean, obviously it helps that he's traveled to, you know, circuits and different um, regional, I guess, competitions and things like that. And that gets a lot of eyes on him. But the fact that he is a homeschool kid, just goes to show you how talented he is. I mean, Alabama wanted him, Texas, anyone and everyone he could have gone to play for, Tennessee, and he ultimately chose Oklahoma to keep the in-state talent. The number one Oklahoma-rated guy, in the according to 247, keeping him at home, when Oklahoma produces, the state of Oklahoma produces, you know, two to three elite players, you'd like to think that Oklahoma should be keeping them 90% of the time in state. And I finally feel like you see now Danny Akoye staying at home. David Stone's kind of basically, you know, an Oklahoma boy, but Ken Holly's in Florida, but he's coming home as well. So trying to maintain this talent and keep this talent in state is critical. This 2025 class that's coming up is very talented as well in the state of Oklahoma. So I think it's crucial. Um, but bringing in a Danny Akoye, when you look at this class, this defensive line class, David Stone, Nigel Smith, Jaden Jackson, Wyatt Gilmore, and Danny Akoye, that's five guys that are extremely talented and I would argue is the best defensive line haul that Oklahoma's had in probably in the last 10 to 15 years, um, at, at least from a rating standpoint and a ceiling standpoint and a talent standpoint. This on paper – is by far the best. And this still feels like, and in some fans that might be watching this might be like, well, we, we didn't get Williams Winery. We didn't get um, the kid that went to Texas A&M, the five-star out of Louisiana. I'm blanking on his name. McKinley. Dominic, yeah, Dominic McKinley. We missed we out on did. two. Do what? 
I was going to say Zulu or Xena and then Zadavian Sims. There's a lot of guys you could say we missed out on. Yeah, I mean, we, we did. And yeah, Xavier Sims is technically an in-state guy, but, you know, basically from uh, North Texas. But yeah, there's a lot of guys that you missed out on, but look what you got. And obviously the hope is that Williamson area would come back around. But even if he doesn't, it doesn't really matter because this 24 class is a foundational building class. The 25 and 26 and 27 classes are only going to be the same or better. And I think this is going to become the more of the norm rather than, you know, the oddity as far as, um, you know, the level of recruiting at the defensive line. Because I think you can never have enough defensive linemen on this on a roster just with the inevitable transfers and things like that. I think Oklahoma is going to continue to recruit classes like this every single year, which is critical to go win a national championship, SEC championship, and things like that. So, I mean, this is – a guy that we talked about months ago that we didn't feel like Oklahoma had really, really had a shot with. Talked to him a few times. Things have changed, and here we are. Just goes to show how this, how the staff is recruiting and closing it out. Calvin Johnson's listed playing weight was six five two thirty nine. Danny Coy is currently at six four two forty one. Uh, this kid is just watch the tape and see how this kid moves for a kid as for, for as big as he is and just just jacked as he is. He's. He's pretty much Calvin Johnson on the on, on the defensive line. Like this, it's a different type of recruit, like one that we're not really accustomed to to landing here. And I and it's I, I can't wait, man. This is you don't always get Calvin Johnsons on the D line, but today we did. It's quite a comparison. It's definitely quite a comparison. We'll see though. I, he definitely. I think he's going to be good. I it'll uh, the thing that interests me, and I know it's going to sound like a harsh thing. The step up in competition because it's not like going from a Texas you know, 5A, 6A school or even in Oklahoma when you're looking at Union and Broken Arrow and Jinx kids going to play at, at Oklahoma. He's taking a much bigger leap. Doesn't mean that he can't do it, but will the adjustment period take a little bit longer? Will spring be more, you know, is like how much does that spring ball, assuming he early enrolls? I think spring ball is going to be crucial for him to actually get that jump up to try to get some playing time come his true freshman year. I mean, that's fair. That's, that's really the only thing that anybody can really point to with Daniel Okoye, and that's the only question mark because he's got all the tools, all the athleticism, all the, the mindset. He's, he's, he's got the same mentality as Jimmy Butler. Like, he's, he's got it all, uh, everything you need physically and mentally. It's just – that's the only thing you can potentially even question is that, that the difference in level of competition. Yeah. And, you know, going to these competitions, seven on sevens and things like that, he's testing uh, and performing very similar, if not better than a lot of the athletes I mean, there. Nick Saban said he was the favorite at whatever Alabama camp he went to. I remember he said that when we got him on. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if he's Nick Saban's favorite, there's, there's some good saying stuff. something. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's a, he's a cool kid. Like, he doesn't take himself too serious. Like, sometimes it seems like you get these really talented prospects in there, you know. He does 300 push-ups a day. Exactly. And he, uh, yeah, he's just, he, he was a fun guy to talk to when we had him on. So, I'm sure that he'll be a cool, he'll be a good addition to the locker room. For sure. So, a great addition, a day that does not suck to be a Sooner. Um, but that's all I've got. Do you guys have anything else to add as far as Danny Okoye? 
I bet I know the individual challenge. Yeah, what's the individual just, challenge? You, you guys want to just take it? Just Jesus take the wheel of situation here? Because you know what it is. It's the same for all of these. I don't know. Daniel Koye thoughts. <laughs> Boom. Whoa. <laughs> Boom. Shocker. Shocker. So, made it this far. Be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, drop your Daniel Koye thoughts, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple, Spotify, and TikTok. Everything's linked in the description below. And we will catch you guys um, next time. We go live every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, be sure to join us for that.